You're now tuned in to the Own Your Power radio show with holistic business coach and author Simone Kelly Brown. We'll help you transform your passion into the lifestyle you deserve. Identify your purpose and uncover your greatness. Live your life with vision and prosperity. Receive guidance from our experts who will help you improve your life personally and professionally. Tune into the shows that cover personal growth, health and wellness, and business development to emerge into a new you now. Anything you want, it's attainable. It's time to own your power. What's up, Power Players? You're in the right place if you're ready to own your power. I'm Coach Simone Kelly, holistic business coach and life coach with Own Your Power Communications. Our radio show and coaching programs are designed to help you live the life that you deserve. We're here in sunny South Florida in the Own Your Power studios, powered by my big brothers, Media 55, Stan Harris, and Trent Partridge. And I'm sitting next to my handsome Puerto Rican brother from the Bronx, Herman Dubois. What's up? What up? Ooh, ooh. I'm back. What's <laughs> yeah, going you, on? You always gone. It seems like you, you always stay in your back. I, I got up. like two replacements waiting to take hey, this hey, seat, no, no, so no, keep not, it up. Not replacements, backups. Oh, okay. Let's get it right. Right, right. Emergency glass, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you know. So what's going on with you? Let's talk to me. Talk to me. What's been going on I'm in my absence? I'm good. I'm good. I mean, we have a lot of new things happening. We have... Um, um, a new show that's going to be launching soon. Um, it's actually called Zay Live, and it's with Zay, Zay Day, who's Isaiah Martin, for those who don't know him, okay. his other name. Um, and he, it's actually going to be starting this winter, and it's a show about family, finance, and freedom, and relationships, and health and wellness. It's like a community show. Okay. So I'm really okay. excited to have him on board. And he's actually an old friend of mine from high school, and he had AM radio. When we were on Radio 1, mm-hmm. he was on Radio 1 in D.C., and he had me on his show, and I had him on on my show. And we said, wouldn't it be wild if we ever were in the same town together? And now he just moved here. So we're like, got to bring you on. Okay. You know? <laughs> so now he's a part of the family. And, um, you know, I'm just really excited about, you know, the new changes that happened. And we have more shows coming on board as well. So uh, Good luck to family Zay Day. Yeah. You know, welcome aboard. So uh, as far as uh, interviewing potential hosts, so uh, talk to me about uh, reaching out to the OwnYourPowerLifestyle.com and, and if people wanted to really sort of learn more about how they can get a show. Are all the slots filled right now? Uh, no. Last we, time you was like, you were, people were pushing an empty slot. Yeah, we have a few slots um, open and we're going to be starting new shows in January. So if people want a show, you know, let me know. Contact us at um, 877-545-7352. Seven three five two. Go check us out at the website. We have a lot of new things happening. Is that the full show, or you still have the little segments available? We still have um, five minute segment shows. I think people get caught up thinking they shows. gotta do a full hour show. Right, and they can do the little mini segments. Right, and and the beauty of it is, you know, because we we you can come and record your show. You don't have to record. You can record two shows at a time. That way, you don't have to come in every single week. So there's a mm, lot of convenience. Really? Yeah. So you have another show. That'd be a nice schedule. Oh, I have, you know. uh, sorry, we we don't do that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're the signature show, so you have to come in. And so what's our count now? Because I know last time we were climbing the charts. Um, Well, as far as um, listenerships, we we have a nice amount of listeners. We have over... Social media alone, we reach over five hundred thousand. Okay. Um, and with just with just uh, Facebook, we have like about I think thirteen hundred thirteen hundred fans. But you know, we are have... we covering all the continents here? Oh, totally. Okay, totally. Yeah, that was the goal. We're, we're Get to good. every continent from okay. Zimbabwe to China. 
<laughs> so, uh, you know, I want, for those who are new to, to listening to Own Your Power, we want to welcome you and let you know that we're worldwide, like we said. And um, please, you know, continue to jump in and, and listen to our past shows and really become a part of the Own Your Power movement. We have loads of different services, um, from coaching to memberships to events. Um, a lot of free events happening um, this month, um, believe it or not. And if you want to find out more, just go to ownyourpowerlifestyle.com to find out more about all the things that we're doing for your personal growth and your professional growth. So I'm excited to learn about who we have in the living room tonight and, and subject content tonight is, I understand, pretty uh, pretty uh, sensitive. It's kind of heavy, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, um, actually tonight's topic is something that we think only happens in movies. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, people, you've seen the movie Taken? Yes. Yeah. One and two. Uh, yeah, I think I saw two. Uh-huh. Yeah, I saw one and two. Come on, I'm a, I'm a dad. Of yeah. course I saw that. Yeah, so, um, oh, God, I hope it'll make you, like, more paranoid. No, 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 not at all. But, but <laughs> if anything, it, it just, you know, it's, it's a little it's a little hint to the realities of what's going on. I mean, it was ho- it was big-time Hollywood, but right, it, right. that happens every day, and people just Don't have a clue that it's happening, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, and I'm learning a lot because I had no idea it was happening so heavily just in our own backyard in mm-hmm. Miami. So, um, you know, just talking to a lot of past guests and shows that we've done on abuse, it has, keeps coming up. So I said, you know, I'd love to do a topic on this and so tonight's topic is actually called, called humans for sale which mm-hmm. is about human trafficking and sexual trafficking and kind of dif- dif- differentiating the difference between the two because i didn't really know you know the difference so i'm learning a lot um and we're going to learn a lot more tonight but some of the stats that i looked up it said that um each year over seventeen thousand five hundred individuals are brought into the united states and held against their will as victims of human trafficking that's, but then we, that's brought in but then we also have ones that are actually already here that are you know so wait, let me get this right. The seventeen thousand five hundred; those are reported stats. So, exactly. So I mean, the, yeah. I mean, I would have to assume that those folks that were doing that got caught, exactly. and then those were the Maybe, numbers yeah. that were, I <laughs> that guess, acknowledged. That, I mean, that, yeah. So that I mean, an estimate number is as high as sixty thousand annually. These numbers do not include those who are here from previous years, migrants that are already in the U.S., and runaways and displaced persons. What do you mean by displaced persons? How, how would we define displaced? I think I was displaced when I was a kid. <laughs> and whoever found me brought me back to my folks and was like, no, take him back. Well, when we get into the, the, okay. the, the stats, we're going to ask our expert because that's not my expertise. So. Okay. Um, this is called copy and paste, you know. So. I, I, I feel it. I feel it. It's called resourceful. resourceful. We got it from the websites that gave us information. So mm-hmm. we're going we're gonna to get the experts to break it down some more. But in this show, we're gonna, we are going to talk a lot, a lot more about what is human trafficking, who are the typical victims, um, who are the people actually doing the trafficking. And we're going to find out some important stats and um also why the people that are victims why do they decline assistance hmm. which is actually pretty scary to mm-hmm. know that, mm-hmm. that people want to help them and they don't they don't want to get the help um so yeah we're going to learn a lot and the expert coming in tonight is dawn thompson of christie house okay and um I'm, I'm i can't wait to learn more about what christie house does in the community and um we have a special guest who's been back for her third time we got <laughs> melissa moonchild stokes is in the house, so, <laughs> so you know what studio make some noise we got a nice studio tonight <laughs> So we're going to have a lot of fun, so I'm excited. And as you know, it's that time to take a break. So before we go, get your pens out, smartphones, iPads, get ready to take some notes. We'll be right back with the Own Your Power Lifestyle Radio Show after this music break because it's time to pay some bills. Hey, it's Sebastian Rusk, author of Social Media Sucks. If you don't know what you're doing, and you're listening to Own Your Power Radio.
Kelly of Own Your Power Communications. We empower entrepreneurs to live the life they deserve through our internet radio network. We have thousands of listeners worldwide from Miami to Italy. If you're a speaker, author, or coach, and you're on a mission to change the world, the Own Your Power radio network has a global platform just for you. We're looking for the next personal and business development stars. If this sounds like you, you can be featured on one of our shows as an expert. There's a package for every budget. If you want to help others own their power, call us today to find out more information at 877-545-7352. That's 877-545-7352. Look forward to hearing from you. Welcome back to the Own Your Power Lifestyle Show. I'm Coach Simone Kelly in the living room with Armand Dubois. And tonight's topic is humans for sale. Sounds a little scary, doesn't it? It sounds like a little, I feel like a show. Like it doesn't horror. even sound like real life, like it's really happening. But it is, unfortunately. And tonight in the house we have Dawn Thompson of Christie House. Welcome to the show, Dawn. Thank you very much. It's a wonderful, wonderful. Thanks for coming down. I mean, this this is a show, I mean, it's been one of those shows that we, we were like, we have to have the show. And I mean, it's just becoming... Unfortunate, you know, headline news more and more often. People are becoming more and more aware that it is happening, and particularly in Miami. Um, I remember hearing discussions with the uh, port, with the uh, tunnel being built, if that was going to impact trafficking, because I mean, obviously it was designed to increase import export. But with that, I have you have to wonder, you know, is that going to impact what we're discussing tonight? So. Right, right. But before before I before, that, before but... we move forward, um, what, what what's the aroma? What's what's going on? What's is it me? It's I don't my know. new perfume. <laughs> I, I'm clean. I shot. I'm good. Is it, what is it? <laughs> uh, it's actually the food we have in here. We um, got one of South Florida's finest chefs, Chef Irie. Okay. Irie. Right. Irie is now part of the family. Jamaican <laughs> chef. You know how to little, represent a little something. He, he, um, he's got a big following. He in Miami. really does. He's got a big he, following. He in has Miami. groupies and everything. So, mm-hmm. um, good looking guy. So wait, is, 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 is it locked in? Or is this yeah, like he's a, here. A one, he's a here. Time, no, a not at one time. If you behave yourself, me. Then he'll stay. Yeah. Me. Okay. <laughs> So, um, yeah, he'll be feeding us from now on. And today he made us chicken mushroom penne pasta with spiced vodka cream sauce. No wonder I have a plate stashed, girl. Your food is (laughs) in the microwave. Whose plate is that? I made you a plate. Uh Uh-huh. It's in the microwave. (laughs) Is he available for catering? Oh, definitely. Um, His his number, for those who are interested, um, is 954-557-4742. That's 954-557-4742. Four seven four two, and you can check him out online. He's on all social media, chefirie dot com. That's chef c h e f i r i e. In case you don't know, dot com. So thank you, Chef Irie, for being a part of the family, and we're really excited because Jackson is going to be serving up his food and some delicious drinks. So, oh, he's um, serving food now. Well, yeah, sure. Jackson food. got a promotion. Well, you act like you're new. He serves. You the got food. him out the kitchen. He serves the, the bar. Food got him in the, the kitchen. That now? the caterers bring. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, um, uh-huh. are you a little thirsty, though? Sure. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. Let me call Jackson. Jackson! <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Jackson. Hey. Hey, she said hey. Yeah, she's like, she's not What up, Jigga? She's, she's not impressed. That's okay. Most that's of them right. are going to be impressed that's by that's the that's body, that's the muscles. <laughs> we have them do push-ups before you get there, but I guess that doesn't and work. And guess what? <laughs> so what's on the menu for tonight? What are we drinking, ladies? I'm gonna have to have a diet coke. A oh, diet she's coke? keeping it. She's keeping it real, real clean tonight. It. All right. And and are you gonna are you gonna step it up a little bit and, and uh, venture out? I'll get a Malibu <laughs> with um, 
Malibu with... <laughs> what's so funny? Go ahead and order. A Malibu with... Um, oh, actually, you know what? I'm going <laughs> to make it virgin. No, I had this the other night. at Because it tasted really good. I, I had um, coconut water with pineapple juice. It Gr- wonderful. Delicious. Knock yourself out. Yeah. Okay. And the usual jigger, you know, crowned with a little bit of ginger ale. All right. Moving right along. Thank you, Jackson. He'll be back shortly. So I, I've, <laughs> I've, I've seen the name. I've heard the name. Tell us a little bit about what Christie House does and its functions here in Miami. Sure. Christie House is the Children's Advocacy Center of Miami-Dade County. We um, see about 600 kids a year. Um, uh, we specialize in child sexual abuse, so helping the kids and their non-offending family members. Wow. Okay. So are you a actual uh, sort of provide the service or is it a referral or is it all of that? Well, first, tell, your title is executive. Assistant executive Assistant director. Assistant mm-hmm. executive okay. director. So she's up, you know, she's up there. You know. I, I, I would only expect so. I would only <laughs> 15 expect years she's been there. Excellent. excellent. Wow. Th- thank you for your service. She's seen a lot. Yeah. yeah. I'm old. Oh, stop it. <laughs> you're wise. You're wise. Um, uh, we're a children's advocacy center. That's a term of art, meaning you have to have meet certain standards. So mm-hmm. we're accredited by the National Children's Alliance, and we have to have a child-friendly um, uh, place for the kids to come. We have to work with our multidisciplinary team members, which is the state attorney's office, law enforcement, um, the Department of Children and Families. So a lot of different agencies all come together to try to help and work with these kids. Wonderful. So um, speaking of, you know, the, the main topic at hand, uh, as far as like human trafficking, who are the typical victims? Who does this usually happen to? What's the average age and who are they? Well, it's hard to say typical because it really depends on where you're located. So here in Miami, for instance, we have what we would consider an unusual number of Haitian girls that have mm-hmm. been involved in commercial sexual exploitation. Um, but in other in other states and other areas, it's different. We, we we don't have um, the number of Hispanic girls that we you would think with just the population. Right, right. Um, but we know that um, in other places, uh, for instance, in Alaska, it's the Native American population that gets targeted. It's often minority um, girls. Mm. Uh, there can be boys, too, but mostly it's girls. Um, uh, new immigrants, okay. people who kids who come from really poor neighbors, kids who feel isolated, kids who have had a history of sexual abuse that seems to be really predominant with the girls who are involved in commercial sexual exploitation is that they've had prior history with child sexual abuse when they were younger. Um, there is a significant number that are have been removed from the home and are in foster care. And probably the number one thing is children that are either throwaway children or runaway children, so children that are on the street. Well, throwaway children? I never heard that term before. Yeah, so it's like the parents don't yeah, care anymore. The parents, the, yeah. So oh you know, mom's married a new man. He, they don't get along. She's on the street. Um, boys who come out um, that they're gay get rejected by their families are out on the street. Oh my goodness! God, it makes you really grateful as the families that you know we had. Without a doubt. And yeah. so, um, I know you gave us some regional distinctions in mm-hmm. terms of the types of groups, but would you say that there's a common or there's a majority age range that? Uh, victims fall into or is it really just um the the typically speaking we're talking about um the age of entry is usually between 12 and 13 years old so we're talking about middle school age girls who are really um um, feeling really isolated and maybe doing running away behaviors they may be in foster care um looking for love and these uh, traffickers are really good at finding those girls 
Can you, I mean, because when we're talking about this, I think the the automatic assumption is we're talking about straight-up prostitution, but there's human trafficking can be different things. Can you kind of break the difference down? Sure. The big umbrella, uh, human trafficking, covers all kinds of trafficking. So we have in um, South Florida, we have a big problem with labor trafficking. So um, in the migrant fields, um, in our hotels, in our nail salons, yeah, and in some some high-end hotels, nail salons, um, housekeeping, babysitters. There is a lot of people that are brought in under false pretenses and then work for little or no pay. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I think I remember there was a movie that was out the other day. I can't remember which one it was, but they had a storyline where people were like maids and they were um, immigrants from somewhere. And so with, with that being said, you gave us a little information about sort of the demographics of victims, but who... Um, is there a prototype in terms of the traffickers, or again, is that just as diverse as um, the the traffickers can be? It can be a, a lot of different people. It can be parents who put their children out on the street because they have drug issues. We've certainly seen children like that. It's become a big gang activity because it's a big money maker. Um, people who were normally involved with drug trafficking or arms trafficking have gotten involved with um, slave labor mm-hmm. or sex trafficking. Um, and it can be um, individuals, or they can be part of a whole organized crime syndicate. So it just runs the whole gamut. Wow. And a whole organized. That's to know that people are actually doing this. Like, and, and my thing is, that it's, it's to my understanding, this is not new. Of it's course just not. Coming to it's light, just, yeah, so. people are more aware of it mm-hmm, now. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, now, my question is, uh, who have you guys helped? Do you have any examples of a story that happened of somebody that you've actually rescued, and what what was what happened? Like, how did it even start? How did they get? Well, we, um, many of the girls, like I said, so they have a history already of physical sexual abuse. Mm-hmm. They are running away. They meet somebody on the street. He is well-dressed, driving a nice car. He approaches them very friendly. He is, um, he's, his, he's going to give them a line. So he's like, hey, sweetie, what you doing here all by yourself? You, you know, you're so pretty. Why would you be here by yourself? Mm-hmm. Tell me what's going on. And he's, that's what we call a nice trafficker. So he's going to be a honeymoon period. He's going to tell her he can take care of her. He can be her daddy. He, he won't let anything bad happen to her. As a matter of fact, he's got a friend who has a place where she can stay. And that can go on for weeks. Um, and, but at some point he's going to say to her, you know, sweetie, now I need you to make money for me. And if you don't, I'm going to hurt you or I'm going to hurt your family. And so that's a, that's a nice one. There's also not so nice ones. No, none but of, that's the nice one. And none of, them, family. none of them are nice, but <laughs> right, there's other that snatch the they girls right off. off the street and uh, do horrible things until they comply with whatever he wants them to do. Oh, and I'm, I'm interested in, in knowing from with, with the whole sort of social media and, and technology, you know, becoming more and more dominant in our culture. What would you say has that played a part in it's just of another scheme of way in which traffickers are targeting uh, young children or young women, or would you say it's still traditionally just sort of that you know person to person contact on the street? Yeah, well, two things to say to that. Um, one of the number one ways that these guys lure girls in is to say they can have they'll have them in a movie video or um, they'll have them in a video or they're in a modeling agency, and that's how they kind of can lure them in. The other thing is the way the media addresses girls just in general. So um, we have some really beautiful, very talented women out there as entertainers. And I don't want to, like, 
give Beyonce give Beyonce a hard time, but there she is. She's incredibly talented. She's incredibly beautiful, and she has to like sex it up when she's doing her videos. If you're 12 years old, if you're 13 years old, mm-hmm. you're going to think that's maybe how I should be doing it. And so, just the media in general is really given to all our girls mm-hmm. a real skewed they be idea. A twerking star. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, with with that being said, if you were to sort of, I mean, it sounds like there's a, there's an intervention approach, and then there's prevention. So. Could you share a little bit about sort of what your services are or what your tips would be to our audience in terms of what would be maybe things to look for um, from an intervention perspective versus uh, prevention, you know, education or, or awareness programming that you would advise? Right. So it, we've done a lot of work at Miami International Airport um, um, educating the people who work there. And so it's really um, important that just you get that awareness, you get yourself trained, think about things, to look at um, anything that might be unusual. So there is um, a house where there's a lot of men hanging out, mm-hmm. or you'd see gr- young girls going in and out. Um, you are on South Beach, something doesn't look right. It's always about being aware. And, and then uh, Florida's really lucky. We have a, a 1-800-96-ABUSE hotline you can call. If you suspect commercial sexual exploitation, these girls are considered, and it's 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 one of the we were one of the first states who did this, who are really considered dependent children, and they will go out and investigate. Oh, wow. And so that's really important. That's a that's a great way, and just that, that people become aware that this is a this is something that's happening, and it's happening on South Beach, but it's also happening in uh, all all neighborhoods. Right. I was gonna say because we have listeners all over, so mm-hmm. yeah, there's other tips i mean is there another national number that people can call or is there a website people can go to well there's there's several there's certainly a a trafficking hotline there there, but um i would say in florida you call 1-800-96-ABUSE and they're gonna there that number goes to tallahassee they're going to assign it to an investigator down here in miami who's going to go out and we do have people specialists who look for missing and runaway kids wow and so I'm interested also in learning how does Christy House come into play here? And does somebody get referred? Do you just have a team that's out and about sort of identifying victims? Yeah. So we right now we have what's called a drop-in center. So girls, um, get, we get referrals from a number of different agencies, the Department of Children and Families, the Child Protection Team. We get referrals from the state attorney's office. They do interviews with these girls and can refer them to us. So we get, inter- we get referrals all over. Um, we have a drop-in center. Uh, the girls get assigned a case coordinator. And then what we do is from 4 to 7, we provide groups for them. It turns out the girls that we deal with really seem to push back on any kind of therapy. They're not oh, – wow. the individual therapy is really touchy for them. But they are willing to be in groups. Okay. And so, uh, actually, I uh, a little shout-out to my girls at the mm-hmm. Project Gold because they wanted me They wanted me to say <laughs> hey to them tonight. And Look, I'm from the Bronx. I can do that, too. Jerry just gave me a stink eye. <laughs> they, um, I asked him. I said, you know, I'm going to be on the radio. What do you want me to tell them? And he said, we, you know, this, is a, this drop-in center is a safe place. It's like home to us. People believe in us. They don't judge us. And it's like a family. And so we do uh, – right now I ask them – we have about 15, 16 girls that attend regularly – I asked them um, how many of them had driver's license. Nobody had a driver's license. I said, how many people would like to get their learner's permit? Yeah, everybody wants to get their. So every Wednesday I go and we do, um, we learn some driver's ed education. Oh, wow. And I, Someone, you want to sign up for that? 
Drivers in? No. Okay. I'm sorry. So we do all, not, we do something. we do all kinds of things. So there's arts and crafts, but there's also a therapy group. There's a leadership group. The two main things is we we really want to emphasize leadership with these girls that they That's take good. that they're going to be start um, they're going to be the co-facilitators of these groups. And the other thing is that they have choice because these are girls who haven't had a lot of choices in their life. Right. They've had somebody telling them what they need to do all the time when they can go to sleep, when they get up, when they work everything so trying to give them choices about what they want is real important and and do people do you have people from the community come and speak and do workshops or anything like that yeah for we, them? we we um we obviously we have to vet our volunteers very carefully yeah but we have, have volunteers who come in and do yoga come in and do oh, cooking how nice. we have um kathy anderson who's written a book called um change your shoes change your life who works with the girls oh, i know that name who yeah. wor- who works with the girls as uh, her group so we have a we have a number of volunteers that come in we have the Lynx organization. I've heard of them too. Um, and they're going to come in and be mentors with our girls. So, because yeah, I was like, I want to be a mentor. <laughs> Please, they <laughs> would got, love. You can fingerprint would, me and make sure I'm not, you know, crazy. Yeah, they the would love. Federal it. check on you. <laughs> International check. The kids love me. Are you kidding uh-huh. me? <laughs> um, so, so just interested in learning a little bit more about from from the legal perspective. I mean, are there situations where? Um, you're working with a young girl or a group of girls who have been victimized and they're able to sort of, I guess, in sharing, maybe receiving in, uh, counseling to the group sessions, are able to um, provide information that can actually help um, find Convicted. out who the traffickers were and then a whole beyond the investigation where they end up having to maybe, I don't know, go to trial or, I mean, is that, is that the case? Yeah, we and um, it's... It, but it's very difficult to get these girls to testify against mm-hmm. their trafficker. They're imagine. very scared, mm-hmm. but they're also very connected with that person. Mm-hmm. So these are girls who can't really differentiate much between love, sex. And so they have this person who, who occasionally treats them good, but on other occasions really is scary. And, and, and really they feel like he owns them. Right. And so they get trained really early on not to tell, not to talk, to deny what's going on. Um, if they feel comfortable, if they're feeling if they're feeling protected, they're much more likely to. But we know from working with law enforcement, the state attorney's office, that they're looking for a lot of other ways to convict these guys. So collecting cell phone information, for uh-huh. instance. So there's going to uh, then just relying on the girls' testimony because mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. really hard on these girls. Right. And um, our state attorney has done a really good job of, um, of starting to really convict. Um, not only the traffickers, but the Johns who are buying sex with these mm-hmm. girls. Oh, good, yeah. good, mm-hmm. wow, heavy stuff, huh? I'm, I'm, I'm stuck right now. Yeah, I mean, we can keep going on. Yeah, we, we have a lot of information going. that There's we need to more. put out there. Mm-hmm. There's still more. So uh, before we go to break, we have um, the lovely Moonchild is in the house, and um, Moonchild, welcome back for your third time. Thank you for having me, Simone. <laughs> and uh, what are you gonna sing? Well, I'm gonna sing Nature. Girl, it's actually called Nature Boy. It's a jazz standard. Remix. <laughs> Remix. <laughs> Rewind. Um, but I changed the word to Nature Girl. Okay. Um, mostly for the theme of tonight, you know. Okay, wonderful. And, and yeah. There was a girl, a very strange, enchanted girl. They say she wandered very far, very far. Over land and sea, a little shy and sad of eye, but very wise was she. 
And then one day, one magic day, she passed my way. And while we spoke of many things, fools and kings, this she said to me. The greatest thing you'll ever learn is just to love and be loved in return. Rest in peace, Nat King Cole, and let it be a light to all the children to find their way home. And we'll be right back with the On Your Power Lifestyle Show after these messages and some music. This is Attorney Marlon Hill coming to you live from the Media 55 Studios on the Own Your Power Network. Check us out live online. If you're like me, you love to hold on to your cash and use it for basic needs like the light bill, water bill, and yeah, maybe even the mortgage or the rent. That's pretty much all that I use cash for since I get almost everything on barter. In a typical month, I get my hair done, eyebrows waxed, printing services, massages, business coaching, personal assistance from my companies, social media marketing, and more, all on barter. Oh, and did I mention travel? Yes, to many different exotic locations like Costa Rica and Barbados on barter. I literally save thousands a year, and I'd love to help you do the same. All you have to do is join the Give and Take Network at www.giveandtakenetwork.org. That's give, the letter N, takenetwork.org. When you join Give and Take, you'll learn how to generate more business, reduce your overhead, and save cash. Barter is definitely smarter, and don't let anyone tell you any differently. Join us today at giveandtakenetwork.org. Welcome back to the Own Your Power Lifestyle Show. I'm Coach Simone Kelly in the living room with Hermand Dubois. And tonight's topic is humans for sale. We're talking about human trafficking. And we have Dawn Thompson in the house from Christie House, who is um, giving us a lot of education and um, kind of scary stuff out there to, to know that this stuff is actually happening. It's interesting because, I mean, this is not, it's, it's a joke, but it really isn't. But I remember one time I was running and it was late at night and a white van pulled up. And I, I was like, I watched too many movies. <laughs> But it freaking scared the hell out of me. I was like, okay, let me move. Because I was like, why is it just pulling up? But, you, you know, even yeah. though we joke around about it, you never know. Like, you That's know, right. it's just be aware. But some people are just so oblivious to what's going on around them. So, and you bef- know. And before the show started, we were talking about the movie Taken. And how, yes. Um, you know, even though it was, you know, Hollywood made a drama about it, I can only imagine, you know, especially in foreign countries where right. we're not really aware of what the laws are and, and just, just things are just different there that, um, you know, how that impacts uh, girls who travel abroad, whether they're studying, whether they're on vacation, or whatever the case may be. So, um, going back a little bit to sort of understanding what Christie House does, because I know we're talking about um, trafficking and abuse, but I think the services are much greater at Christie House, correct? Right. So, um, we've, we've always provided services to child victims of sexual abuse and their non-offending family members, and we've, we've done that since 96. 
um, in 2007, there started to be a discussion about commercially sexually exploited girls. And I have to say, we're, we're ashamed to say that we really didn't know anything about it. You know, when we, we would go have to ask the police department or, and it turned out that most of these girls weren't getting arrested. And so they weren't being identified. And if they were coming to the system and getting services at all, they probably were showing up as delinquent children who maybe had older boyfriends running right. away, those kinds of things. They weren't they weren't being identified as victims of things. And, of course, um, until 2012, when we had a safe harbor law, they were considered delinquent children. And so even though we have a trafficking law in the books that's supposed to protect them in Florida and a lot of other states, if they were picked up at all, they were going to be arrested or they're going to put in juvenile detention. Mm. So in 2012, that really changed. And so now children who are picked up, um, if there's been a a prostitution sting, um, they're going to be sent um, for an assessment, and they're going to be treated like victims that they are. So Good. that's a that's a, a big change. It's a that's a really big change because these girls have the appearance of being really tough. Um, they have to if they're surviving on right, the street. Right. Um, really push back from any kind of law enforcement. They've really been trained not to talk to law enforcement, um, and so they're they're sometimes really hard to get to. So when we talk to them. One of the things we do is we don't ask them what they've been doing or who they've been doing it with or any of those kinds of things. What we say is, okay, we have this program. This program is for girls who've been in the life, who, who are interested in doing some other things. Here's the groups. We have cooking classes. We have yoga classes. We have leadership classes. Nice. Um, we'll pick you up. We'll take you home. Um, we're going to feed you. So there's all these activities. You can choose which ones you want to participate. Mm-hmm. And then we say, what do you think that'd be something you're interested in? So we kind of, it's always about letting them make those choices. Right. And so there's no shelter at all. It's not like a place. No, it's shelters. We only have, we only have in the state of Florida was maybe four or five. Okay. um, Residential facilities for girls. They're really expensive. They require a lot of staff Mm. and there's a, there's a big um, debate out there between do we lock these girls up? because they're going to run away and do dangerous things? Mm. Or do we let them make choices knowing that some of their choices are dangerous? And so I understand in child welfare, they're really worried about their safety. But as an advocate, I have to say there's no place else, there's no other victim that we would lock up. So these girls act a lot like domestic violence victims. That is, they have a person in their life who they really are trying to please, who they have a really violent relationship with. Right. Who controls them that way. Right. Like 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 women who've been beaten by husbands, Mm -hmm. they they leave their husbands and they go back. They leave and they go back. These girls do the same thing. And so they have those those um, returning behaviors all the time. And sometimes when you think things are going really well, the, the pressures make them slip. So if you think about being. In the life you're, you started when you were 13 or 14, you've been in there since you've been 16. So you've been working every single day, you know, holidays off, 10 at night to 5 in the morning. Oh, you're having sex with 5 to 10 men a night. If you don't bring home the right amount of money, you're going to be beaten by your trafficker. Um, or um, you're going to be beaten for what, some other offense. And so they come out of the life, they want um, some stability, and yet... So we say to them, okay, well, you're 16, you'll go to high school, right? So you've been up 10 to 5. Now I want you to go to school at 8 in the morning, and here's your backpack, and you have a nice day. They need so many services. Wow. They need, I mean, their um, STDs, dental work, 
all the things. I mean, you don't it just so a lot of medical attention. Right. The other thing we found with these girls is that even though they're living this certain lifestyle, they're really not very, very aware of their bodies. They don't have a lot of life skills. They, for instance, they're they're not. Uh, they don't have to. They don't have a driver's license. They're not. Right. Maybe they haven't had an opportunity to learn how to cook or have a bank account or any of those things that you might expect for teenagers to be able to do. And so they need all of those kinds of services. So we need we need to work with a lot of community members. And one of the things that. Um, if you're not in Miami, if you're in Miami, you can call Christie House. You want information about it. We do trainings quarterly at the center for free. So we do a training on commercial sexual exploitation, a three-hour training. We do a three-hour training on children and traumatic stress. We know that these girls have had a lot of victimizations, and it causes some of the behaviors that you see. Mm-hmm. Um, we have one on um, just child sexual abuse, just to get people, parents, child um, care workers, kind of really understanding the dynamics of that. And then we have one on children with sexual behavior problems because we know that there's a group of children who are acting out sexually on other children, and we can change that behavior. Right. So there's lots of trainings that we provide at That's the center awesome. free of charge. Who, who actually funds um, this, this center? You have so many amazing programs. Yeah, we, we get money from a number of different sources. We do. We have federal and state grants. We have private foundation grants. We are going to have um, a... Um, a big fundraiser called a Touch a Heart Dinner. Uh, that's going to be in November, and that is on our website. And anybody who would be interested in sponsoring a table for us, that would be wonderful. This is a really high-end event. It's um, uh, really high-end wines, really neat vacations like to the Galapagos. Okay. It's at uh, the Four Seasons. There's wine pairing, great dinner, great music, and, and a really fun auction. But please go to the website. It's Christie House. Yes, and it's org. called yes ChristieHouse.org, and it's the Touch of Heart Dinner. And Christie's with a K. Christie's with a K. And can you tell us a little bit about just how the name Christie House came to? Because I'm sure that would be something I want to know. Definitely. Yeah. So um, Christie was a was a real girl, and she was nine years old, um, and um, she was pregnant. And she wouldn't have been brought to the attention of anybody except that there were patrols in the neighborhood because this was after Hurricane Andrew, so there were were policemen out. Patrol officer saw her, knew she was pregnant, pulled her aside, said, basically, who did this to you? And she said, my dad. And so um, she was taken in to services. She delivered the baby at 10. The baby was put up for adoption. Um, but the surprising thing is that there would be a nine-year-old who was pregnant and nobody was Nobody doing, said anything? Right? Like, that's so crazy. this is a child who had been truant from school, obviously. N- nothing had been really done about that. The fact that the family had had domestic violence calls out at, by the police, so they'd been in the home. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that advocacy centers do is try to bring all these agencies together. So every Friday, every child that gets it gets a forensic interview, so that gets a taped interview that comes to Christie House, and that's from the state attorney's office. Every child that comes in the door and gets that forensic interview is going to be on our staffing agenda. And both the city of Miami, um, the county law enforcement agency, the guardian ad litem program, which represents children in court, um, the child protection team, which does the forensic medical exams, uh, uh, the state attorney's office, the attorneys there, um, and um, the Department of Children and Families. Also our kids, which is the, um, it is the uh, out-of-home care agency. So all of them sit in our staffing, and all of these children gets discussed wow. so that um, a situation like Christy doesn't fall through the, the cracks. Good, good. Now, it, it, she had actually sort of 
gone off our radar. So um, when it was interesting, the detective who had found her originally, Gary Jackson, um, was retiring. He decided he wanted to find her and find out what was happening to her. So he did an investigation, found her living in Chicago. She was sharing an apartment with friends. She had six children. Oh, Lord. So we invited her to come down, and she came down to visit with us for a couple of weeks, and we offered her to, to try to get services for her and get her on her feet. Does she know that a place is named after her? Oh, yeah. Oh, she, okay. she gave us She gave us permission to oh, use her name. Nice. Um, so she came down. And this, we, we have, at this point, she has a home, three bedrooms, the kids are all in school, she's doing really well, she got Good. her GED, so it's, it's a happy ending. She's really, she was, she's really been, um, we feel like we've really helped take care of her, and right. because we feel like she's a really important person, because we've, we've uh, named the center after her. Right, that, that, that's a great story. Um, well, you know, in her case, it was pretty obvious she was nine years old and pregnant. But with other children or, or even teens, mm-hmm. what are some signs that somebody might have to be friends with somebody, goes to school with somebody? What are some signs that they're being in a situation with human trafficking or sexual trafficking? So, so if it's sex trafficking, one of the one of the um, really common things we see with these girls is tattoos, and tattoos often visible tattoos. Oh. That identify that we're not talking about like butterflies and roses. We're talking about like Big Daddy Jim oh, tattooed, or this is my property, or horrendous. Are you kidding me? No, that like things tattooed on their neck um, or on their thigh, places that people would be visibly they, they, so this trafficker can claim them. God. And of course, recently we had in the news a 13 year old with a trafficker had had her eyelids tattooed. Okay. So, again, we're not talking about nice people here. Yeah. Really, really um, uh, mean guys. Eyelids? Yeah. Can you imagine? And um, oftentimes these girls start out in strip clubs. We've just heard about the 13-year-old that was in Club Madonna with the owner of the club saying he couldn't possibly have known anything about this. But it happens. We've had girls from almost every strip club in Miami. And let me say one thing, if you really want to um, help stop this crime, don't go to strip clubs because they are underage girls and they're dancing in the clubs. And um, that is, uh, it's against the law. Just they're not supposed to be underage girls in the club. I mean, obviously we have work laws where it says, you know, teenagers aren't supposed to work after nine o'clock at night. So um, this is a really, really problematic situation and so you know as we look at how we can raise awareness for folks i mean what would the average person if they were interested in learning more i mean be able to sign up for mm-hmm. classes workshops newsletters right so uh, at christie house we will come out if you have an organization that wants to know more about it if you have the pta your church group we're happy to come out and we'll talk to you about the the programs um but at christie house we offer four trainings quarterly. So we have a three-hour program on commercial sexual exploitation. We have a three-hour program on children and traumatic stress because the trauma that kids have experienced really, um, really changes behaviors. And so you can, you can get people real sensitized to these, what, we, what look like odd, strange behaviors, but because of the trauma they suffer. Um, and, and would you say that this is sort of like a very one-on-one 
version for you know let's say for example you i have a a group of volunteers or a group of young people who work with children in an after school program and they're really in their beginning phases of working so they haven't any social work experience any you know sort of background in this but you can still break it down for them they would absolutely this is this is 101 okay yeah, for for all of these programs, and they're all free of charge. Christie House, um, um, we we're on a county parking lot, so you got to pay your parking fee. But other than that, <laughs> it's all free. Oh man! <laughs> um, so tell us why some victims um, decline getting help because you have these amazing services, all these things offering. And there are people that don't take advantage of this. And, That's and right. why would that be? That's right. So one of the things that we know from these girls is they have a thing called trauma bonding, and what that means is. If you think I can, I, I have complete control of your life, that I can do anything I want to you, and you can't do anything about it, including I could kill you. Nobody's going to do anything. Nobody's going to protect you. I'm just totally in charge. And occasionally, when you do what I want you to do, I reward you. I say, sweetie, you did a really great job tonight. Let me take you to McDonald's. Some girls that say, I know he loves me because he lets me ride in the front seat. Mm-mm. I know he loves me because he only hits me with his open hand. I know he loves me because he lets me sleep in his bed and all the other girls have got to sleep someplace else. Okay. These are young girls that don't have a good sense of, uh, they've been, since they were teeny, have been treated as sex objects. They can't differentiate in any way sex and love and what's actual protection and what really isn't. Right. right? What's using them. And so any little kindness ties them to their trafficker. And we've, we've actually seen that with kids who've been um, kidnapped and their faces are out in the... And so people have actually come up to these kids because their faces were in milk cartons or whatever and asked them, are you this person? And they'll go, no, no, I'm not that person. Right. Because they've been bonded with their trafficker yeah, yeah. or with their abuser. So um, trauma bonding is a real issue. Obviously, these girls are really scared of these guys. They may be involved in all kinds of other criminal activities. So they may be involved with drug use. They may be involved with shoplifting. They may have seen a witness to a murder. I mean, they could have been exposed to just about anything. And so there's a lot of, I'm not going to tell because I'm going to end up in jail. Right. And then we have girls who have babies with their traffickers, and the trafficker holds those babies until they do what they want. So there's a lot of reasons why it's, and of course, if I say to you, do you have sex with men for money? If you do, your automatic response is no, right? right I don't want to discuss that with you. I don't want to talk to you about that, right? right? So um, how you ask is really important. How you talk to them is really important. I was going to say as far as, I know like with some shelters, because um, I've done a lot of work with women in distress, and I know, for instance, if we wanted to do an event and say, hey, we're going to give away um, tickets to people that are that go there. They're like, oh, we can't have them. We can't say who they are. They're with women in distress because it's it's identifying who they are. Yeah. And then also where they live is very secret and very private. So how is there something where there's some secrecy around yeah. the, the girls so that we, come to your Right. So we don't give workshops? out the address of the drop-in center. Okay. It's a separate place from Christie House. Good. And... Um, we're very careful to screen. We have volunteers, which is wonderful, but mm. we're very careful to screen which which volunteers we use and for, right. for the girls. Yeah. Right. And, of course, the other thing we're very careful with, and that's actually with Christie House and everywhere, volunteers can come, but there's always staff supervising all activities. And volunteers are not allowed to meet with the children or the girls outside, outside right. of the center ever, okay. ever. 
And we have, you know, really volunteers who really sincerely want to take girls to right. the clothes or to the dentist or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. None of that can go that. on. We, and, and, of course, we don't let anybody in the center that's under 18 because we wouldn't want you to run into somebody you knew from school at the center. So oh, we wow. do a lot of, have to keep a lot of things confidential, yeah. That's good to know. Well, I, I wanted to ask one more question. I know that there's a big, um, I guess, distinction between sort of the international realm of this and domestic. Mm -hmm. Could you share a little bit about sort of, because I think there's, again, we talked about the, the, the movie Taken and how there's this idea that it, trafficking only occurs from, other parts of the world and they right. you know, get taken from the U.S. But I'm assuming there's like a, an entire domestic right. U.S. So version of this. So most of the girls, we're, I mean, the girls we work with are all domestic minors. So they're all citizen children. And yes, children do get trafficked into the United States. Um, but there is a much bigger number of domestic minors who are trafficked than foreign nationals. Okay. Um, and certainly we, we get girls that are trafficked in from different parts of the country, different women from, um, sometimes, um, international mafia kind of groups are bringing these women in. Um, but in, and in, in most countries, it is local girls who are being trafficked. Mm. So not just the United States, but in countries all over the world. I remember when I went to Peru, um, when you get off the plane, there are signs everywhere, like do not engage with minors i'm like you have to actually tell us this but there's there's signs of how it's very heavy there too yeah and i was like i was appalled and sometimes you know we have foreign visitors who come in and who say to us oh i know that's a problem in the united states but that's not a problem in our country hmm. and it's a problem in everywhere country. right right well i know you have a very stressful job i can only imagine all the things that you learn in a, on a day-to-day -day basis and you know probably a, a lot of emotional things happen mm -hmm. um and I know you need some time to get away and get some stress. Um, so on every segment of our show, no matter what the topic is, we talk about me time and what do we do to give back to ourselves? Because I think it's so important that we spend time kind of honoring ourselves and, you know, taking a moment to kind of unplug. So um, what did you do this weekend? Did you do anything this did weekend? Did you have a me time moment? <laughs> yeah. Do you give some time to yourself? Yeah. We, I, well, I, I um, sneak onto Key Biscayne Beach and walk on their All beach. Right. Why you got to sneak? <laughs> what, is it illegal or something? It was, <laughs> But, yeah, yeah, no, I love to go to the beach, and I'm probably even more favorite is I have um, two wonderful grandsons, and they actually nice. in Okinawa. My son is a captain in the Marines, so what? we do a lot of Skyping, and nice. he, he's, it's very, I have like a 15-month-old grandson, so he talks Aww. to me and follows him around with his phone so I can watch him while we're talking. So. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Um, I unfortunately have not. No, had, you, I've been on the go. You know that my schedule between. Well, you had family, family time. Stuff, yeah. You didn't have me time. Um, so yeah. yeah, but it's always a pleasure to be with my nieces and, and, and my family. You know, but you know, the, the, our rule of thumb is me time is literally by yourself mm -hmm. because sometimes you need me time. Away yeah, Skype from family. doesn't count. Sorry, I forgot. Oh. To <laughs> sometimes you <laughs> the need beach you need time away from family because right. you know you, you're. you're it, I mean, it's love and all, but sometimes that could be con you know consuming as well. So. Um, I, I'm backlogged on necessary me time, so I'm going to make up for it, hopefully, this upcoming week. Cashing all of those uh, gift certificates that you got. Too, that, too. Maybe some kayaking. You know, kayaking is my thing, oh, yeah. so I haven't been on the water Who'll in a while. call me when you go? I want to do it. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was scared when I did that before. Mm -hmm. I was looking back like, Jerry, help. <laughs> <laughs> is my life jacket like, working? Like it was a Titanic. Like, <laughs> you're going right When one boat goes by, that wave that the boat makes is terrifying. So. And so... Did anyway, you have me time this past uh, year? Yeah, I've been, I've been running a lot. Um, so that's been my, my new thing. I mean, 
not my new thing, but I've been doing it more consistently. Like so. jogging or getting jogging. Chased, chased by dogs in the neighborhood? <laughs> no, not, no dogs. Okay. Just, just okay. jogging. Okay. Like jogging. <laughs> good, good, good. Very good. <laughs> so that's been my, my me time and reading, obviously. Mm-hmm. But uh, And speak, speaking of me time, um, we have some me time tonight. We're going to hear some more music from Moonchild. So what are we hearing tonight? What's the name of the song? This song I wrote, it's called In the Meantime. Love mm, it. Of your me time. No, it is <laughs> In the Meantime. And it's actually inspired from a Native American folklore, uh, Coco Pelli, um, the lady who fell in love with the flute player who brought the rain. And um, it's just about maintaining hope and regardless of what anyone else thinks. Okay, we, we need to hear this. Sometimes they watch me Underneath their sweaty brow They like to shake their heads Shake their heads and wonder why But I'm gonna put all my best parts out Right in the middle of this here drought I don't hear them, it won't take long Plus there's a lady in the nearby and she sings to me this sweet, sweet song Baby, don't you know it takes the sun and the rain to grow So in the meantime, don't you worry yourself Just know That if it's in your heart, something put it there So just you do your part and don't you worry Sometimes they watch me Underneath the shaded trees They like to laugh at me As I begin to clear the leaves I've got to make a pathway Invite love to come and stay See, I don't hear them, it won't take long Plus there's a lady in the nearby pond And she sings to me this sweet, sweet song Baby, don't you know it takes the sun and the rain to grow? So in the meantime, don't you worry yourself, just know. Baby, don't you know it takes the sun and the rain to grow? So in the meantime, don't you worry yourself, just know. If it's in your heart, something put it there So just you do your part and don't you worry If you use your eyes, you may miss the mark And if you use your ears, you may miss your part But you will never lose if you use your heart Something in you wants to love, so just take part You are not a fool, you were made with a heart That wants to share love, so just take part Love will come shining in just for you One just for you I let them watch me They watch me with their secret wish I let them, they watch me Let them witness love's true kiss Cause I took the sun and I took the rain And it took some patience and then love came See, I didn't hear them, it didn't take long Plus there's a lady in the nearby pond And she sings to me this sweet, sweet song 
Baby, don't you know it takes the sun and the rain to grow? So in the meantime, don't you worry yourself, just know. Oh, baby, don't you know it takes the sun and the rain to grow? So in the meantime, don't you worry yourself, no. Don't worry, baby, you'll know, you'll know, you'll know. If it's real, you'll know, you'll know, you'll know. If them ask you, tell them, say the rain told you so. That was a beautiful performance, Moonchild. Thanks again for being back on the show. Thanks again for having me, Simone. You know, you're, 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 you're regular now. So, um, <laughs> Tell us part of the family? Of course, you know that. <laughs> so careful with that. <laughs> Not all that's cracked up to me, but welcome. <laughs> oh, really? You know, I told you you got backups lined up, get waiting, a, to, waiting con- to take your spot. Get brother. a contract. <laughs> my only advice, get a contract. And read it thoroughly. Read the fine Have your attorneys read the back, the fine print. Under a blue light, as he says. <laughs> Right. Yeah, that's advice for the backup too. According to him, I'm doing human trafficking myself. <laughs> I got slave, slaves working Employment exploitation 101 here. <laughs> but he keeps coming back. I don't know why. But mm-hmm. anyway. Uh, <laughs> so tell us, how we, <laughs> tell us how we can find out more about you. What's your website? Okay, my website is moonchildsings.com. Yes, yeah, and that's my social media, everything. Okay. And, and you're available for hire for weddings, bar oh mitzvahs, gosh, weddings, what else? Studio, write a song, telegram, singing, greeting cards. Telegrams, mm-hmm. oh, I like I show that up idea. Live anywhere on the planet hmm. to sing. Yeah, we have to talk about that. That's fun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> really, really. Uh-huh. Your birthday's coming up. <laughs> uh-huh. Hey. Uh-huh. Mine too. All right. Well, thank you again for being on the show. Thank you. And um, Miss Dawn Thompson. It was a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for inviting me. And and we we were happy that you you are able to you know hang out with us for being the only guest. You know all the attention on the spotlight. Yeah. Um, tell us how we can find out more about Christie House. Uh, please check our website. It's www.christiehouse.org. And please look into our um, our Touch a Heart, Heart Dinner, which is coming up in November. And I want to make sure everybody gets to the website to get to the right date. Um, I believe it's November 14th um, at the Four Seasons. And that's a really great way to help support us and the work we do with the kids. And I really want you to spell Christy House because there's so many ways to spell Christy. Ah, that's very good. Yes. Christy is K-R-I-S-T-I-H-O-U-S-E. Okay. <laughs> dot. Dot org. Dot org. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Everybody give them a hand, studio. Yeah. Great show tonight. Wonderful, wonderful show. And, and again, if you're new to the family, please, 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 anybody in here, before you leave, you have to take out your phones and like us on Facebook, if you haven't already. Become an official power player by going to Own Your Power um, Radio on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Own Your Power Radio. And you can find out more information about my coaching services um, on business development and personal development by going to ownyourpowerlifestyle.com. That's ownyourpowerlifestyle.com. And special thanks to the Own Your Power team who helped make this show possible. You know, as usual, don't forget to tune in 24-7 to the Own Your Power radio. Check the site for the schedule at the OwnYourPowerLifestyle.com and click radio. 
People just get there and they're like, well, I don't hear it. Some, click it. You got to click like, it. I, I don't know where to go. You got to touch it. Um, yeah, reading is fundamental. <laughs> um, so we do have a, a really an amazing show coming up um, on November 5th about battling addictions, um, drugs, alcohol, and maybe even sex. I don't know if we're going to get into that. But, um, you know, good good segue because keep it, keep the station locked because uh, South Sex and South Beach is coming up at 10 p.m. And uh, make sure you put the kitties away. You've been warned. <laughs> you already know that show gets a little... Extra, little racy, but you know, extra. Dr. Sanjay always um, educates us and brings keeps some great academic. information. Yeah, keeps it academic, but mm-hmm. you know, we do mm-hmm. have a lot of fun. Still got to put the kitties away. So, thanks again for tuning in tonight and learning a lot about uh, human trafficking and sexual trafficking. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm blown away by what's going on in my own backyard. So, mm-hmm. um, make sure you do tell your friends about it because when the podcast comes out, you can share share it with your friends. Um, remember, anything you want is attainable. Oh,